This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Welcome to Live with Jose TV Podcast. My guest today is Alex from Special Olympics and Gina from Special Olympics. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. Thank you for having us, Jose. Well, thank you for being on my show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're excited to be your guest. Thank you. So, Alex, and I'll probably ask the same question to you. How did you, <laughs> how did you um, get your start in Special Olympics? I started with Special Olympics about five years ago. Um, I had graduated college and started working for a small nonprofit theater, and I was doing their PR and some development stuff, and I really, really loved it. And then um, I saw that Special Olympics was hiring for a similar position and doing all the things that I love. So I was like, wow, I would really love to come work for Special Olympics and be a part of this family, and I haven't looked back since. It's been a great experience. So where do you see yourself in the next five or ten years from not only Special Olympics, but just in general? Wow. This is a really great question that I ask myself a lot of days um, that I don't exactly know the answer to. You know, I would love to still be a part of the Special Olympics family in the next five to ten years for sure. I think um, now that I've been here and worked here at Special Olympics, I, I can't ever see it not being a part of my life anymore. Um, outside of that, I'm not really sure. I know, um, in college, I was always really big on what my life would be like five years from when I graduated and things like that. And I didn't guess any of the things right. I didn't guess any of the things that I had planned for myself. So, um, I've kind of stopped doing that. I've kind of stopped trying to predict for myself what my future will hold, but I hope regardless that Special Olympics is a part of it. I know that you have a pet named Shadow. He's a great dog. Um, how long have you had him? I love talking about Shadow. He's my favorite. Um, I've had Shadow for almost two years now, which is really exciting. Um, Shadow is, he's about 35 pounds. He's a little lab mix um, and he's jet black like a shadow and he really lives up to his name. Every time I turn around, he's right there like my shadow. So he's really great. Well, thank you for those questions. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for being on. So, Gina, what made you get started with Special Olympics? Awesome. My start with Special Olympics started when I was 13. I started volunteering um, in my hometown, and from there it kind of took off. Um, and then during college, I applied for an internship um, as the Ducky Derby intern. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And from there, I fell in love. I never thought I would be able to have a career like this, and it's my dream job. So then after college, I got hired full-time, and I've been here for about a year and a half, two years in May. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. Where do you see yourself in the next five or ten years? Oh, it's a tough question. Well, in the next five to ten years, I would love to still be at Special Olympics. Um, when I was 13, I aspired to work here, and I hope to work here for the rest of my life. Um, it's definitely an amazing place to be. And other than that, I hope to still be living on my own. 
Um, I hope to have a dog. <laughs> that would be great. I would love a shadow of my own. Um, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and then I have another question for you. Um, I know you were a coach for Paralympics, or not Paralympics, but you were um, a ski instructor for people with, um, um, sorry, amputees. Um, do you think Special Olympics should implement that into their curriculum in the next five to ten years? So I think... Um, adaptive skiing and snowboarding is really, really amazing, and it's helped a ton of people with intellectual and physical disabilities. Um, I think that it's expanding in its own, um, and I think that Special Olympics does a really good job throughout the country of having skiing opportunities for athletes to compete in aside from that. Um, I don't know about adding it in. Um, I don't really know how that would work logistics-wise, but... I do think it would be a really cool opportunity to just let people know that is out there if they want something else um, with those winter sports because, you know, some other states around the country may not have winter sports um, if it's Arizona or, you know, somewhere warm. So I think it would be a really great thing to push out there, but I don't know about, I don't know about the logistics of it. That's a good question. Alex, I have a question for you. Um, since you've been part of the World Games and um, you've been to California and um, now you're going to go to Dubai, what for future athletes or for future like marketing, um, not in general, but um, where do you think um, Special Olympics should um, be like – should they showcase not only the opening ceremonies, but the closing ceremonies also? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think the closing ceremonies are really fun just because it's so joyous, just like the opening ceremonies. The opening ceremonies, there's so much that's yet to come, and it's this big celebration and kickoff of, of all the wonderful competition that's to follow. Um, I think that the closing ceremonies are really exciting in a, in a different way just because you're there with all these people you've spent so much time with and um, you're celebrating all of the hard work that you've put in over the week and everything. Um, so, yeah, I think the closing ceremonies would be awesome to be broadcast too. I think any coverage of Special Olympics events is really awesome, and I'm so glad that more of it is being featured. Should Special Olympics Illinois feature some um, I know they feature opening ceremonies at summer games, but should they feature the closing ceremonies in in the next in the future? Well, I think um, we would start. We would have to do a closing ceremony. So that's not really something we do at Illinois as of right now. Our closing ceremonies is kind of our victory dance, mm -hmm. um, which are, are really fun. If you've never been to a victory dance, you gotta come to a victory dance. They're so fun. Um, if there's one thing I've learned about athletes is that they love to dance and they're great dancers. They're so fun. Um, so yeah, so I think, I think that would be, a, I think that would be really cool. It's a good side of the athletes for people to see and experience how joyful and fun they are and, and everything. So yeah, I think that could be really cool. If people want to get, um, involved with Special Olympics, how do they volunteer? Uh, the best way to get involved is to go to our website, 
Um, it's soil.org. Um, that's again, soil.org. Um, <laughs> Gina's going to throw it up on the board. Um, but we list a lot of volunteer opportunities up there. And it's um, also a good way to connect locally with your region program. So yeah, I think that's the best way to get started. Well, thank you for both for being on live with Jose TV. I really appreciate it. I hope we can do a next podcast in the near future. Yeah. And yeah. thank you. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. The Live with Jose TV podcast is a production of Special Chronicles, a nonprofit media platform and global digital podcast and TV network that gives respect and voice to people with special needs. This podcast was hosted by me, Jose Moreno, and our executive producer is Daniel Mikowski. Thank you for listening, and remember, choose to include.